0: Welcome to the Beauty Pro Wellness Podcast, the podcast that mixes wellness with personal development tips and info specifically for beauty industry professionals. I'm your host, Abby O'Sullivan, a longtime esthetician and lash artist turned wellness coach. With burnout and health issues on the rise amongst my Beauty Pro friends, I know we need a space to come together, to learn, support each other, and get the push you need to take care of your health. Together, we'll dive into topics like mobility training for a less achy body, managing stress and the chaos of running a business and handling clients, setting up your self care routines, and so much more. You deserve to feel as good as your clients do when they leave you. Let's make time for you, starting with this podcast. Welcome, welcome back to the Beauty Pro Wellness Podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing a crucial aspect of working in the beauty industry, whether you are an employee or a business owner. Drumroll, please. It's everyone's favorite topic, business boundaries. (laughs) Stay tuned as I dive into why setting and maintaining boundaries is essential to your health and well-being as a beauty professional. So first, what are boundaries? Well, boundaries are the guidelines that you set in place that allow you to focus on doing your best work, preserving your energy and your well-being, serving your clients when they are with you. They allow you to stay present with your clients and enjoy working with them as well. And this can look like, these boundaries can look like your business hours, including the hours that you actually provide services and also the hours for communicating with clients. You know what I mean, you need to have boundaries on those text conversations that we're having with with clients after we're done actually working for the day, your prices, your service times, and your business and cancellation policies, as well. Having these guidelines, these boundaries set in place, sets you up as the professional, the leader in your relationship with clients and your team. If you have one, if you have a salon with a team, it sets the tone for how others treat you. Some people are going to test you and they may be the type that whenever you give them an inch, they'll take a mile or two or five. And sometimes it may feel like people are testing you when really they are simply asking because why not? Then it's up to you to communicate what you need, if it goes against your hours, your services provided, or even your values, like rude people or people who make you uncomfortable with their actions or words. If your boundaries are not defined, if they're fuzzy, or you overstep them often or allow other people to overstep them often, there's no doubt you're going to be frustrated and drained more frequently. You can end up stretching yourself too thin with clients who are disrespectful or that you perceive as disrespectful or are just really always trying you. Boundaries are important to the growth of your business. They are important for your longevity in your career and just really like in life (laughs) and important for your health and well-being. Leaky boundaries affects all areas of your business and personal life. And I also want to touch on having boundaries with your business. Growing and managing a business requires a lot of your time, attention, and energy. And yes, there will absolutely be seasons of, quote, hustle, of working more in and on your business to keep things going and growing. And you'll want to spend time on your business. You love it. You want to see it grow. You want it to succeed. I get it. I am in those seasons off and on as well myself, but this is something that we have to realize that even in these seasons, you can establish some boundaries so you don't burn yourself out and fall into a lack of care for yourself. It's so easy to put yourself and your health aside, realizing months and years later, how crappy you feel and you think it might be normal. And it is for a lot of people. But it doesn't have to be this way. Your success in business does not have to come at the cost of your health, mental, physical, emotional or spiritual. As I discussed in episode 46, that was also on as kind of a general boundaries episode, in some aspects, setting boundaries is easy, and in others, it may feel really uncomfortable. So let's look on the other side of setting those boundaries. What positives? it can bring to your life to have some freaking boundaries, you will actually feel some semblance of work life balance. Ah, I mean, there's never really a balance. There's like a, a flow and a harmony, right? But having boundaries in your business and with your business will give you time to live to take care of you enjoy your life and and enjoy your work. As I mentioned before, having your policies and standards and communicating those with clients establishes you as the leader in your relationship with your clients. The communication and follow through are so important. Just be direct, be clear. Here's what I can do. Here's what I can't. Sometimes there's education needed behind that, like when discussing a service. When it comes to your policies, you may need to provide the why once, but you don't have to keep defending yourself. Passive communication creates uncertainty. People don't feel safe with uncertainty. They aren't comfortable with it. Or there are going to be people who see that and they take full advantage. Caps lock, full advantage. Think about it with your other relationships. It's the same. So when you provide that clear communication, the policies and standards upfront, clients are going to feel at ease and trust you even more than they might already. Direct doesn't mean being a dick. You know, it's about (laughs) it's about the tone and intention. You are providing a service. They are paying you. You are taking care of them. You can be the leader and nurturing at the same time. Setting boundaries helps you avoid burnout. Also, one of my favorite topics, (laughs) because these really go hand in hand. (laughs) Burnout is more than just being tired it's not solved with one weekend off or a week vacation once a year. It's when you've pushed yourself beyond and to the point that you have little desire to work. See clients, you're fatigued, maybe in pain that doesn't really ever get better, and maybe you'll want to burn it all down and run away. And it can actually lead to serious health issues. I know I've experienced this myself, and I know some of you have and are as well. Use boundaries, with and in your business in order to preserve yourself that's it no one can go 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 forever even when I am so freaking high on what I'm doing I know now that I have to take breaks I have to take days to not work on anything I have to practice my self-care daily and I feel and am so much better mentally and physically and emotionally because of that and we can talk about energetics and the masculine and feminine and, the, and forcing versus attracting and, and the ebb and flow of, of being a creative and needing time to restore all that, like in a totally different podcast, but that all fits in here. It's all part of taking care of yourself and your health. When you're feeling funky all the time, how are you showing up for your clients? what people do you think you're going to attract with that mood and energy? Do you think people will stay with you if you're a miserable fuck? I mean, if they fucking love you, they, they, they'll trudge through it, right? <laughs> but how draining is it for you to have to put on your I got a people face and energy when you're struggling? I have dragged myself to work and through work, I've put on the face for those people who are absolutely draining to me. And when I have felt very drained, I've allowed people to walk all over me and I have felt so frustrated and annoyed with them, with myself. I've overworked myself. And how can people not pick up on that? It's so consuming. It's so consuming for your energy and it that people feel that people feel that shit set your boundaries, be the leader of your business and your well-being. You'll be ready and happy to serve your clients. They will feel so good with you and they will stick around and they will send all their friends to you as well. And side note here, we all go through shit. We all do. When it's not your norm, your people notice. And I would say they care. I mean, (laughs) most of them do, right? (laughs) Some we're not so sure, but, (laughs) but here's the thing is it's up to you to make things right. It's not their responsibility to hold you through that or support you. Everyone has shit that they are going through, okay? So just keep that in mind and let's make sure we're all taking some responsibility for ourselves and our health. Now let's talk about some of the challenges that beauty pros typically face, that you're facing, I have faced. The expectations and demands of clients. (laughs) We've all experienced the pressure of pulling off what our client wants, whether that's a dark brown to platinum blonde transition, taking a foreign lash fill client with lashes stuck together and ruin natural lashes, but the client insists on length and fullness and we know that ain't gonna happen. Here's where your education, skill and experience along with your boundaries comes into play. Don't just say, okay. When you know it can't happen in one appointment. When I moved back to Springfield, Missouri, where I currently am and work, I had a couple clients currently wearing extensions come to me for a fill. (laughs) Both of these appointments were a disaster to me. (laughs) I thought that I could handle what I was dealing with and seeing and, and give them what they wanted. And I couldn't, not in the time that I had allowed, not in one appointment it was me trying to explain what I was seeing while also trying to take care of it and then feeling like I was backpedaling when there was like this really mediocre or like bad response, you know, what I would consider a bad response to to what I was able to do. And everyone was disappointed. I, like all three of us, there was really only like two appointments that I remember Uh, that stick out in my mind. And after that, I completely changed how I deal with it. I now require a free consult and I explain why when I set the appointment, I look through the lashes, I ask a lot of questions, and then I let them know if I can fill them and what that might entail, like a transition period, a sooner follow-up fill, or I can suggest a removal and give them the choice to remove them fully that day and set up a full set appointment. Or if they don't want them removed, to just walk away with the lashes they have on. This is me showing up as a leader, as the educated and experienced professional that I am. This sets expectations. It gives them the choice and education that they might not have had in the first place. I don't treat foreign fills the same as a regular fill, they are a different price and service time. <laughs> I learned the hard way. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. <laughs> And even if someone is disappointed with your boundaries, you'll feel a lot better having communicated them than going against them. You know you have your client's best interest in mind. If you're in integrity, you're going to feel at peace. The discomfort comes from taking on the other person's emotions. So let that shit go. Just shake it off. Let it go. Now, if someone is being rude, communicate your studio policies, tell them what you can and can't do for them, get your manager slash owner if you're employed, you know, their strengths and numbers, and then let them know that they might find what they need with someone else. You won't be able to provide services for them anymore. No one wants a bad review and no one wants to deal with hateful people. And you might want to come back at them with the same attitude. And I'm not saying that's never appropriate. (laughs) But I want to say that it takes a lot of energy and power away from you. And it gives it to someone who doesn't deserve it. Respond as a professional, especially publicly. (laughs) You know what? Privately too, because people can blast text messages, you know respond back with what happened. Don't give them the power and don't ignore red flags. Squash it before it becomes a thing. This takes some self-awareness, self-responsibility, and regulating your emotions and nervous system, which is essential in the service industry. Now let's talk about time scheduling and tardiness. Set your schedule and services up to benefit you and it will benefit the clients. If you don't want to work a lot of evenings, don't offer them up. If you don't want to work back to back, schedule your breaks before clients schedule their (laughs) clients showing up late consistently is always a bit stressful. You have a certain amount of time set aside for them and you want to do a good job. This must be communicated. And on the flip side, you need to be on time too. Yes, We all run late sometimes. Life happens, but it drags down the customer service experience to always be waiting and then feeling rushed through the service. You can show up a few minutes earlier to get settled and ready for your day of services. You know your energy is so much better when you give yourself just a little bit more time. Lateness and rushing in with your latte, whether you are the service provider or the client, isn't cute. Everyone's time deserves to be respected. What about those people who cross your personal boundaries, whether that is by what they say, how they act, what they ask for? Everyone is free to believe and say what they want, right? But that doesn't mean that you have to put up with hateful, racist, sexist, homophobic conversation if you don't want to. You get to decide based on your values. There's another service provider out there for these people there's someone out there for everyone you know and if a client touches you or insinuates that you should or are touching them in a way that is inappropriate tell them that's not appropriate and in the service if there's a manager or owner to report it to do that and if the owner or manager is not concerned consider changing employment i've heard of instances especially with massage therapists that are extremely concerning and should not have been allowed to continue The service provider was uncomfortable but apparently money was more important allowing somebody to act inappropriately shouldn't be acceptable to make a buck it's it's so gross to me it's gross i know that we've all dealt with varying degrees of these challenges and you know that you can take individual situations into consideration you might not agree with what i'm saying here and that's okay Maybe you provide a warning and you set the boundary and you give the person a second chance. Maybe you do not. But just know, you don't got to put up with assholes. You don't. Your business will thrive more without them because you'll be thriving. All right, so now it's time for some strategies and tips. To establish and maintain your boundaries so first as i mentioned earlier clear communication is important if you can you can if you can't you can't if you won't you won't and if you don't know you don't know clients are going to respect this and if they don't y'all aren't a good fit but a step this is like the same in romantic relationships as well okay But establish your policies and standards for treatment and doing business from the beginning. You won't have to backtrack in frustration later, and you'll be able to grow your business while preserving your well-being and your energy. Communicating your boundaries up front prevents misunderstandings later on, and people don't know unless you tell them, okay? So give them a form, either online or on paper, to read and sign, refer back to it as you need to, you know, like stated in my policies, et cetera, et cetera. One social media post is neither the appropriate place to state over and over again, your policies, nor do all of your clients see it. So make sure you have all of your clients seeing and signing your policies right off the bat or anytime that you update them um, or anytime you're making a pricing change. I like to give people about a month notice for that. I think that's appropriate and respectful. And I want to encourage you to say, no, (laughs) no, you can't take that late appointment. No, you can't squeeze them in. No, you don't respond at 10 p.m. I mean, unless like that's unless that's you. No, you can't provide that service. No, you can't come in on your day off. No, you can't give them the transformation they desire in one appointment or in less time. No, you can't refund them when you provided exactly what was discussed. No, you can't not charge the no-show fee when they agreed to your policy. Let's just, like, let's be okay with saying no when when we need to, okay? It can be hard. I grew up in the service industry. I grew up in restaurants. I've been in this industry, the beauty industry, for a very long time. I'm definitely um, some sort of, like, recovering, people-pleasing, yes person. Yes, I can do that for you. <laughs> but... We have to learn to say no, and we have to be okay with it. And 99% of the time, this ain't a big deal. People are going to be okay if you say no. Okay, and next, self-care, self-care, self-care. You are not a robot. Many of you are creative, caring beings, a mix of introverts and extroverts with different energy needs. And I'm encouraging you to honor this. You do not have to book yourself like someone else to make bank or whatever your goal is. Establish and practice self-care routines that allow you to take care of your health and well-being while continuing to love what you do. That could look like breakfast, small breaks in the day, quick walks outside to clear and move energy out, get some sunlight, move your body out of the position that it's in all day. Take an actual lunch break. And if someone shows up early, let them know that you are finishing your lunch and will be with them at their scheduled time. You can do that. Do not blame your clients for your lack of self-care. Get your workouts in. Set up a nourishing bedtime routine that is you giving back to yourself so you can continue to dole that energy out so freely. We deal with a lot of people's energy all day long. And for some of you, this is very draining. So make sure that you are taking moments frequently to come back to you, to your body, recenter. I promise this will make you feel so much better than just giving until there is nothing left. If you're feeling inspired to take a look at where you have some energy leaks and fuzzy boundaries, good. Take some time to become aware of how you're feeling throughout your work days. Even keep a journal for a few days. Get to know your energy and well-being needs, especially women with our hormonal cycles, okay? Look at your health goals. Be honest with yourself. It's okay if your boundaries need to uh, improve or be strengthened. It is a continual effort, (laughs) and they can certainly change over time. Your needs might be different now than they used to be, so give yourself grace and permission to reset your boundaries and set up new routines for yourself. Find support in your community. Listening to this podcast, dropping me a DM, connecting with other pros through networking or conferences or the many courses available can help you dial in your boundaries, give you ideas, and feel less alone. Surround yourself with people who have good boundaries and take notes of how they've done it. (laughs) Also, you can check out episode 46 for some steps to setting boundaries, then putting them into action. It'll actually take you step by step through that process. So we've covered a lot today, the challenges that we commonly face, the areas we need to consider when we're setting boundaries, how they can improve our business and our health, and some tips for establishing your boundaries. I I feel like we just just went through a whole masterclass (laughs) on boundaries, and I love it. Boundaries in your business and with your biz are equally important to preserving your health and well-being and keeping the passion alive in your business. And while it can be daunting to take a good look at your boundaries and communicate them, on the other side is energy is you feeling good and having time for your health and life and actual restorative rest (laughs) and clients who trust and respect you. Not to mention the example that you're setting, especially if you have a team. We are shown so much to just stay in the hustle and grind like that automatically equals success and it forces a lot of people into really not good states for their health. Being able to see an example of someone who is serious about business and serious about their humanness and their health is so good. It's healthy and, dare I say, a new way of leadership. That's all I have for you today. Please drop me a DM with a boundary that you're working on or a takeaway that you enjoyed in this episode. You can catch me on Instagram at Coach Abbey O or Beauty Pro Wellness Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the Beauty Pro Wellness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes, leave a review and share with your friends in the beauty industry. Beauty Pro Wellness Podcast is produced and crafted by Wonder Podcast Productions.